Hi, Explorers. I'm Adriana Scori. I'm Cindy Dowsett. And I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. We are the mamas behind Kids Who Explore. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. We are honored to share the mic with adventurers from all over the world. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Wellbeing, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag Patch for a Purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Kika Villanova moved to the USA from Brazil in 2001 to pursue a master's degree in children's theater. She fell in love with Utah and all of the diverse landscape, and this is where she's chosen to raise her 12-year-old daughter. Kika shares their adventures, life as an immigrant, and a single mom in Utah on her Instagram page, Kika's Adventures. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm so flattered. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you ladies. I miss you. I miss you too. <laughs> so good to see your face. We are so, so excited to talk to you, Kika. So can you tell us more about moving to the U.S.? Yes. So actually moving to the U.S. was not the plan. I always wanted to get a master's degree outside Brazil because coming back to Brazil with a master's, it's way more val- available uh, work-wise, I guess, than with a a bachelor so I was going I was getting a bachelor's in education more specifically theater education and um when I was 20 I my 21 I was about to turn 21 and in Brazil the school year goes from January to December with one month break in July and it's very common for colleges buses banks every business to go on strike I was in my last year on my bachelor's uh and the college went on strike in February and it was still on strike in May when I turned 21. Back then I was LDS, Latter-day Saints, and the women I invited to serve a religious mission. So it was through serving this mission that I met some people from Utah who told me about Brigham Young University and they're like, oh, you speak English. You, you should go to Utah. And I'm like, I'm sure everybody there speaks English. What's so special about me? You know, Uh, My plan was to study theater in uh, Europe because that's where theater was born, as far as we know, uh, historically. But I knew I didn't know anybody who lived in Italy or France or England where I wanted to study. It was super pricey. And once I started researching Brigham Young University in Utah, I was like, hey, this is way cheaper. I know people who live there already. Uh, it seems different and beautiful. So I applied and I, I, was, I was accepted. So that's how I came. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, Utah is absolutely amazing, Kika. And we see that you love being in the outdoors. So what kind of things do you like doing outside? I love, I mean, it's so easy. It's really easy. I feel like it's unfair at times. 
because I can take a 10 minute drive and be at a beautiful park. There's mountains everywhere. It's very hard to not take a beautiful photo, let's say, you know? So I feel like I know that so many people are not that close to nature or, or a place where they can take, that it doesn't take them a lot of time, money and effort and prep time to go outdoors. What I love the most is just enjoy the canyons. Even if, if I don't go for a walk or hike, just driving up the canyon, put some music in, or just enjoy the, the fresh air when it's fresh. Right now, there's a lot of smoke from the California uh, fires, which is very sad. Every summer, it's just really sad because usually if it's just pollution that gets trapped between the mountains, once we climb up, the air is so pure and fresh, right? But if yeah. it's smoke that comes from above, there's no escaping it. But I, even though Utah has a lot of lakes, I am not good at pedal boarding, at kayaking. I don't have fancy friends that have boats. I always say during the summer, oh, I'm looking for a sincere friendship with somebody that has a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so right now I go on walks. I, I want to start going backpacking because it sounds very fun. And yeah. very, I'm just very in love with taking a shower every night. So I don't know how that would work <laughs> with backpacking for <laughs> a long period. But in Utah, this is a long answer, but feel free to cut this short. I do love just being out in the canyons. I have three beautiful canyons from 10 to 20 minute drive from me. So it's super easy to get to them. I love that line. You're looking for a sincere friend <laughs> who has a boat. I'm going to take that from you. <laughs> I haven't it's found one yet, so I think they know what I'm really looking for. Hopefully like, you find one from this podcast. <laughs> so in terms of bucket list for Utah, I definitely want to come and visit you in Utah and explore around. And so you would recommend going to the canyons. I am obsessed with wildflowers and the wildflowers look like majestic. So anything else you would say to add to a bucket list going to Utah? If you love, of course, you have to see me. If you come and we don't see each other, I would literally die. So please, <laughs> we have to see each other. Aside from that, after we hang out, or we can go together, see the wildflowers. For wildflowers, I would come in the spring. Okay. Uh, Provo Canyon, close to me. I mean, I live in, in Harriman, which is in Salt Lake City County. Okay. Uh, so the area near Salt Lake City and north has very many beautiful wildflowers in every canyon if you go down southern towards the zions national park arches national park that's more of a desert vibe which okay. is also beautiful i don't like going to the national parks in the summer one it's super hot it's just uncomfortable and it's super crowded because it is summer i love visiting the national parks anytime between fall winter and, and spring um so I would say, yes, come to the city. If you like a downtown vibe, like a downtown city vibe, Salt Lake is not huge. Uh, definitely not, big, not, not as big as uh, many other big cities in, in the country. But I would say let's visit Salt Lake. There's some beautiful mu museums. But again, if you want to see what flowers come in the spring, up to June and July, they're beautiful still. Oh, perfect. Okay. Wicked. Thank you. Utah has such a diverse um, landscape. It's just crazy. Like one moment you feel like you're standing on the moon and the next you feel like you're driving into Mars. Like it's just, it's, yeah. I imagine dra people driving through the Rocky Mountains for the very first time. 
is probably how I felt and my face looked when we were driving into Moab for the very first time. Isn't like that it's, incredible? It's so incredible. I and always so, say my mom when she visits, I take, I take it to Moab. I go to Moab in Zions every year because it's like three and a half, four hours drive. It's not too long. It's not pricey to go in the off season, but it is so different. It's, it's to think that you are just a few hours away from such a difference. It's just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like no other place I've been before. It's amazing. Do you do a lot of these places with your daughter? I know up until this point recently, it's been a little tricky getting her um, to go outside and going on adventures with you, but you found a turning point. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Oh, I might cry because it was so special. So my daughter, you know, I do believe that it's very beneficial physically, mentally, emotionally to be outdoors. I know it's a privilege again to live so close to so many beautiful and open places. For example, during the COVID, I didn't feel like we, I was isolated, isolated because I could go for a walk with my dog for two miles and not see a human outside. It's not a very populated area where I live in Utah and I live in Salt Lake City County. So with that in mind, it's easy to be outside and to enjoy that. And I, since I started going out more myself, which was only maybe five, six years ago, I'm like, hey, let's do this together, you know, because it's natural as moms to, if you like something, you want your kids to enjoy that. You know, I have friends who love reading. They make sure their kids spend time reading. I have friends who like museums. They make sure to take their kids to museums. I like the outdoors. I want to take Olivia to the outdoors. And she would just complain, it's hot, it's sweaty, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired, I can't breathe. And it was just that nagging that just makes you want to go like, ah, you know. <laughs> and several times I would be on that line that I'm not sure if I was crossing in a negative way of, do I keep pushing her and it will pay off later or am I making her hate it? because I don't want her to hate it and resent it. Um, and I have friends who are around my age who say, hey, just keep pushing her because I was like that when I was little and today I love it, you know? And uh, it was interesting to me that whenever I saw Olivia talk to her friends about what she did more in the summer, what she enjoyed, she would mention hiking. I'm like, why are you telling your friends you like it when you act like you hate it around me, you know? And there was a bribe, okay, we'll go get a slurpee, we'll go get an ice cream, we'll go, we'll go to McDonald's on the way down. But anyway, about a month ago now, she went on a hike with her dad. Her dad is also very outdoorsy. Actually, he's way more than me. And he goes, he doesn't like a, a beaten trail. He goes off trail. He likes the more rugged, you know, adventure. He would take her and build an igloo in the winter and sleep at night inside a, an igloo. And, and he would tell me next day, and I'm like, you could have died, you know, hypothermia, but he's really hardcore that way. And with me, she would do the whining. With him, there is no whining. He's like, you're doing this, period, you know. So with me, she would whine on a two-mile hike, and she would do a nine-mile hike with him. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> but because he's way more stern. And about a month ago, he took her and her cousins on a hike. That's about a two-and-a-half mile. It's a little bit steeper than the ones that I usually go on with her. And I was already prepared for her to come back to my house and say, oh, I'm tired, that make me hike, blah, blah, blah. And actually she came to me and she's like, mommy, I get it now. And I'm like, what? She's like, I really had fun on that hike. I totally get why you, why you like it. And I was like, 
Oh, you get it now. It was so sweet because it was a validation that, oh my gosh, she gets it. Maybe she will like to do it more with me. And then after that phrase, she, she said, I want to go on that hike with you. And that was like, you know, when your heart is just exploding. <laughs> and uh, since then, we've done a few hikes together. Not that one, but the, the hikes that we've done together, she hasn't complained. She wanted to take the lead, even though it was a hike that she didn't, she wasn't familiar with, but the trail is very well marked. She was taking the lead and she will always mention, I'm not tired. I'm not, this is really pretty. I'm really enjoying this. So finally, guys, I think, I think finally, I think it's good. I think we are in a good place now that we can do that as a bonding instead of a stressful uh, time. She found the magic in the outdoors. That's beautiful. Did I love it. And she, you know, because when you're grumpy, you don't pay attention to the beauty that is around you, to the people, to, and I tell her, I say, Olivia, I don't like it all the time. I don't like going up mountains and feeling tired all the time and sweaty and hungry and thirsty and having to use the bathroom and there's no bathroom, you know. But when I get there, and usually I like hiking to a place that has a lake or waterfall because I'm obsessed with water. So when you get there and you see the views, or when you get home and you're like, you just feel different. I just feel different. Like that's the feeling that I'm looking for. I'm not looking for every single step, you know, not every single step is not fun, but it's either the, the visual reward or the, I guess, emotional reward. I remember when I hiked Angel's Landing, which I don't know how I did because it was, I'm, I'm not afraid of heights, but the hike is kind of tricky. Yeah. And when I got up there, I just started crying. I had no idea why I was crying. It was just so beautiful and it was overwhelming to me that my body expressed it in tears, you know, and uh, some people smile, some people meditate, some people just take pictures, you know, it's whatever works for you, but I'm so happy that she gets it. She finally understands. That is so beautiful. And yeah, I think it's important what you're saying that it might not, although we do want to promote the journey, sometimes the journey is hard and strenuous or even getting out the door is hard and strenuous, but the payoff, the physical payoff, the mental payoff is worth it. It is worth it. And I, I can totally tell when I'm getting grumpy. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even making this up. If I'm feeling grumpy or irritated or even on those lady pms days i'm like i need to just go for 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 a drive not even a hike let me just go for a drive maybe park the car look outside see the mountains just seeing beauty for me is a huge help mentally you know it helps me relax so much and just the the sounds the smell ex, not smoke but the the good smell of nature the pine trees utah has a lot of pine trees and when the flowers are in bloom, the smells delicious as well. It is so good. Thank you for sharing that. And you had said that you getting outside helped promote getting your daughter outside. I think that is one of the best things any parent can do. But what else do you think you did when your daughter was younger and she was like, mom, I don't want to go outside. <laughs> what were the things you did to get her outside and try and instill that passion in her? You know, I think every child is different and I only have one, so I don't have anyone else to compare. But Olivia, I know that she likes being in charge of something. So I'm not sure if that would help other children, but if I give her, like I gave her the resting points, she's always in charge of taking breaks. When I go out with her, there's not a time frame. I'm not, okay, we have an hour to do this mile. You know, it's not, no, let's take our time. I don't care how long it takes, as long as we do this. And if you want to rest 20 times, I'll rest with you 20 times. If you want to rest five, 
So I give her, I put her in charge of stopping to rest. Um, she likes taking pictures sometimes. She doesn't like being in them as much, but sometimes I let her take my camera that I don't, really, I don't even know how to, how to use it. And I make her, okay, you be the photographer, you know? So there's something fun. I know that when her dad takes her, he knows a lot about the, the flowers or the berries that are edible, the ones that you shouldn't eat, the ones that you can wipe your bum with, you know? So, and he shows her the different types of uh, prints. Oh, this is a cougar print. This is a moose. This is an elk. So I know that he likes showing that to her. Um, so I, for Olivia, putting her in charge of something definitely helps. If we go with friends, then she feels more empowered. Then she feels more like, hey guys, look at me. I know this, you know? So I noticed that she would have a lot more fun, which means complaining a lot less. If I took friends her age, maybe even younger that she could hold her hand and feel like a motherly figure towards them. Uh, and of course, there's gotta be a little bit of bribery. There's gotta be a fruit snacks. There's gotta be some, she loves tomatoes. There's gotta be some cherry tomatoes and there's gotta be a Slurpee on the way home. There's gotta be that, it's, it's already implied. <laughs> the Slurpee's a must. <laughs> Friends and snacks are always the themes that keep reoccurring. <laughs> yes, exactly. So if you had to pick a top tip, Kika, um, what would it be for other parents? Because at Kids Who Explore, we have a lot of families that have the same struggle with their children. Um, it's hard to pick just one. So I'll, I'll pick two tips. One is keep going and keep trying. Okay. Uh, one would be keep trying. But the second tip would be try to cater to your child's personality. Like I know Olivia is a little bit bossy and she likes to be a leader. So I put her in charge of something. Um, she's also very curious and she loves to learn. So her dad shows her the things that she can, that he can teach her. If your child likes to, if your child likes to help you prepare food, maybe they can prepare those, those, the snacks, you know, if they like to look at maps, maybe you can have a little scavenger hunt or something. Um, if they do better with friends, maybe you can invite friends, friend, friends over. So I would say pay attention to what your child, how your child feels more empowered, how your child feels more that they are part participating and be a, and be a, an important member of the, of the activity and cater to that side of them. Does that make sense? That does. That's awesome advice. Absolutely. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm going through that right now with my six-year-old. So I'm definitely going to be using some of these tips. <laughs> and Kika, like, when is it time? Like, you know, you're out on an outdoor adventure and you're just trying to like make it amazing. Like, when do you call it quits with your kid? Like for other parents, it's like, sometimes you just have to head home. Do you know when that is for you guys? That is a great question. And um, I mentioned a little bit earlier that sometimes I didn't know if, if I was on what side of that line of, do I push her? Or do I, if I push her, do I make her hate it and never want to come back? You know, I, I don't think there is one size fits all answer. I think it's a feeling. There have been times that I pushed her because I, I tell all the time, I said, Olivia, whenever you are, you wanted to give up, your body can physically do at least 60% more. So let's do, let's go just five more steps let's go let's go to to that 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 tree that one that, that one over there you know so i would push a little bit like that and say okay or when we go say okay let's look at the clock when it's been 10 more minutes then we'll turn around you know 
but there have been times that I was just so tired of the whining and it was so it was just taking all the pleasure away from me from my experience I was like you know I'm done with this and there have been times that this happened when I was with friends. I'm like, no, no, guys, you go. And I was the one driving, but I was like, I'll wait for you down at, at, at the car. I don't care. I, I can do this, you know. So I think it will depend on your level of patience, how much time you have, your headspace on that day. I would say push it a little and maybe explain to them. I know you're tired, but your body, that's when your body is going to show you what you can do. You know, that's what, no, that's. And, and show the empathy. Hey, I'm tired too. I know it's hot. It's really hot. But guess what? We can do this. How about we go to the next turn and then we'll talk again. You know, that sometimes, ha sometimes happened with helped, I mean, with Olivia. But as I said, sometimes I'll just say, you know what? I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Let's go back. <laughs> and I think that's absolutely okay because there are adults who have those days too, right? Yeah, you know, you're getting three quarters of the way up and it's just not the day to complete it and you have to turn around and that's totally okay. And I think that's awesome that our kids can see us do that too. Yeah, and maybe that is the area you pick. Maybe if you go again to a different area, they'll be totally fine, you know, next day or maybe a different day, the same area, maybe try one. And even if I, I have a friend who takes her kids to the same path to the same trail almost every weekend because she knows that they are familiar they enjoy it they don't complain anymore and maybe that's what's going to work for you for your family as well and just imagine when they do get to complete it the next time you can try again right yeah just that accomplishment of being like I couldn't make it last time but this time I did it yeah which is what happened when we went on one of our recent hikes she, she's like I remember last year we tried this and I and I couldn't finish and, and I said see that's the whole point and then it happens to me too I've gone I've gone alone on hikes I was like it's not working for me today I'm gonna go back home and then you go back like wait maybe that just wasn't my, my day you know good for you guys and good for her that's amazing so you had mentioned Angel's Landing which is on my bucket list to do it sounds amazing so Zion National Park and Moab are some of your favorite places in Utah do you have any other ones that you'd like to share Yes, I think everyone has to visit the Arches Park, um, specifically the, the Delicate Arch is beautiful. It is very crowded, which is fine because to me, I, I think that means that people are enjoying the outdoors. But if you go in the off season or if you go for sunset or sunrise, it, it will be a beautiful view as well. Canyonlands National Park is not as popular as the Arches national park and it's just like a 30 minute drive from from each other in the same area in, near moab and it's beautiful if you have been to the grand canyon it reminds you a lot of that landscape you know it is incredible um if you like lakes and beautiful canyons lake powell is gorgeous I'm looking for a sincere friend that has a houseboat as well <laughs> to go. A lot of people rent. I actually told, told my friends, as I said, we have to look now for a houseboat to rent for next year. So we get a good price because a lot of people spend a whole week at Lake Powell. I've only been there once and it was already like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. It's just, you cannot believe that something like, like that exists. Um, Bryce Canyon is also beautiful. If you like long hikes, Timpanogos um, Mountain is a very famous one. It's about it's between 14 and 15 miles round trip. Beautiful wildflowers, Adriana. Amazing. Beautiful. Like 
it's only maybe four miles to get to the wildflowers plateau area. And it's like a, a lot of people camp there and they finish the hike next day. Um, and in northern Utah, there's Bear Lake, which is incredible. Clear blue water is the Utah Caribbean Sea. It, it's a lake, but we call it the Utah Caribbean Beach. It's Caribbean, Caribbean, I can't say that word. But it's so beautiful and the water is not. Usually the lake water in Utah is very cold, but in Bear Lake is not super cold. It's very, it's very, it's, it's, it feels good. It feels nice. Um, what else? I also like Bryce Canyon because it does feel like we are in a different planet. Oh, and kids, kids love Goblin Valley. Goblin Valley is also kind of, it's not close to Moab, but if you're going to Moab, you might as well pass by Goblin Valley on your way out. Uh, it's maybe an hour and a half drive from, from Moab. And it's this, uh, if you Google it, it's like these formations that made from mud or something and they have different formations different caves it's an endless fun for kids like all day they will be playing around pretending they have houses pretending they built a house in the middle of a rock it is super fun that list oh my goodness <laughs> thank you so much we're gonna have to make 10 trips out there <laughs> Yes, and visit me in every one of them. Yes, we will. And so we mentioned at the beginning where people can follow you, but can you mention that one more time and if there's anywhere else you want them to follow along? Yes, thank you. So it's Kika's Adventures and it's K-I-K-A-S-S Adventures on Instagram. And right now I'm sharing a trip that I made to Cancun last week that was beautiful, hot and humid. Uh, never, I don't think I've ever sweat so much in my life as I did last week, but it was gorgeous. And I try to share uh, my hikes. I try to share tips. I, I want to invite people to just feel that they can go outside. It, it's for all of us. It's for everybody. Well, it's so inspiring. Thank you, Kika. We're going to end with our final questions. So Cindy will ask you those. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really enjoyed this conversation. So in the last few months, what was your best purchase under $100? Yes, I, it was books because in earlier this year, I decided to not buy clothing or shoes for the whole year. And I survived until about June, <laughs> but the, my favorite purchase and recent under $100 was books for sure. Can you recommend one of those books right now? Definitely, uh, Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk. And if you like positivity, if you like uh, personal development, feel good messaging, his Instagram is amazing. Jay Shetty, it's J-A-Y-S-H-E-T-T-Y. He also has a podcast that I love, absolutely love his podcast. He is from England and he gave up on his um, studies to be an accountant, I think, something to do with money, to go study to be a monk for a few years. And then mm -hmm. he shared knowledge about uh, positivity, grace, friendship, helping heal the, the planet, ourselves, each other. And his book, Think Like a Monk, is incredible. Well, I can see Lauren doing a thumbs up. So definitely going to have to check that one out. If there was no time or money limit, and I know how much you love to travel and explore. So if there is no time and money limit, where would you go? I have a huge list, but I really, really want to visit Greece. I really want to visit Greece. And then I would go all over that 
uh, European coast. I really want to go to Africa, all over Africa. I really want to say so there was no time or money limit. I will start in Greece and go Italy, then go cross down the sea. Well, I don't know which sea that is because geography is hard, but then get to Africa <laughs> and visit all over Africa. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, well, as always, Kika, it's always a pleasure talking with you. It was so nice, Nick. I feel like it was a monologue because I talked too much. Sorry, girls. But it, it was, was so perfect. So That's what we wanted. <laughs> so thank you so much and for making this work, even on your adventures. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars. And follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms.